Why are we talking Why are we about talking this, about actually? This? this is the cold open still, isn't it? I mean, we haven't introduced ourselves, so by definition. God. Have fun, Liz. Make believe money. Make believe money. Three fine folks discuss fictional finance. Make believe money. Welcome to Make Believe Money. That's been six and a half minutes of nonsense. I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. I don't know how much of that I'll keep, but you're welcome for whatever editing I decide to do. <laughs> um, Dan, what are we talking about today? Shit's Creek. This, our second episode in a while. Part two. Part dos. Um, cool. <laughs> so, just want to jump right into it and say copy paste what we said last time? In terms of uh, ratings, at least. Yeah, I yeah. might have to like elucidate a little bit more on plot for oh, okay. like this angle that we're taking. Do we want to start but, with the schedule change? I thought no, we weren't talking about that, it. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone who's waited a week, two weeks for this episode to come out. We're just, we're just pretending that it's not happening? Okay, no, cool. no. No, we're not pretending it's not happening, but we're not talking about it because we're trying to be cool. <laughs> we're cool, not cool, gonna, cool, cool, cool. We're not going to tell anybody that we've moved to a bi-weekly schedule. <laughs> Yep, two times a week. Two times a week. So expect... <laughs> Semi-weekly. Semi-weekly. No, see, both of those words mean both things. Yeah. Um, this podcast a- is inflammable. <laughs> That's not true. It's inflammable? <laughs> once a fortnight, uh, we'll do a fun dance. There you go. Yeah, once a fortnight, we'll play that game that everyone plays. No, I'll, I'll take the heat for this. So um, I think we're going to move to every two weeks for a little while, at least, just because my life is a little chaotic. Um, Blame it on an infant child. Yeah, there's a 13-pound baby that screams in my face. She got routinely. bigger. She's much bigger. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's still coming to you coming to you live. No, from... not live. You're so lucky it doesn't come to you live. <laughs> <laughs> coming to you after significant editing by Liz. After reasonable amounts of editing. <laughs> Don't look at me in that tone of voice. It's some editing. <laughs> so I'm anyway, edit that out. We're going to talk about Shit's Creek again. And spoiler alert for one more episode, because as people listening at home have, I think, by now figured out, we record mainly in threes, <laughs> which means I have still, since the last time... You heard from us. Two yes, weeks ago. <laughs> since two weeks ago and into the next two weeks, I will have had the same sleep-deprived, like, three weeks to watch things, and all I watched was Shit Creek. What's going what's gonna to happen is we're going to, like, do little check-ins about how big your daughter is, and it's going to seem like she just bloomed overnight. <laughs> she doesn't grow My for, like... My 14-year-old daughter? Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't grow for six weeks at a time. <laughs> suddenly. Oh, that's true, because we'll... D- yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, well, what I intend to do is then just wildly pick numbers. Be like, oh, my four and a half pound daughter? Yeah, she's doing fine. Why? What the hell? My 78 pound daughter? Yeah, she's great. <laughs> my 70 year old daughter. Um, all that to say, we were at 225 for ratings. Yeah, I knocked myself down a peg after you couldn't I couldn't remember the main character's name. <laughs> uh, that's the two and the two from Damon and me, and then the five from Daniel. So nine total. Yes. That doesn't matter for shit. I just like No, to but say. I sometimes I like that when we like what's our highest rated episode. What was our highest rated episode? Do you know off the top of your head? I don't. I don't know I mean, if anybody I would. Together. I Jurassic don't. Park would be up there. It'd be pretty up there. Probably. Um I don't tell you right know. now. We do a lot we where do any somebody's on some Tom Cruise movies. This is my sweet spot. We did my do... sweet spot. 
<laughs> yeah, we do. A, Damon's right, though. I think where you were going with this, we do a lot of like nine three three or like right. nine nine one. Yeah, there's <laughs> been a couple where we've all been. <laughs> that that one is usually me. <laughs> there's been a couple where we've done. Um, burgers might have been pretty high. Yeah, where we're like in the one. sixes and sevens all together. Have we done thirty rock? I don't think we have. Oh, we should do. Which some I would happily rock. do. I actually was just thinking we need because that's do, one that we all. Would. I need to watch it again. Oh, parks we might have all been pretty high. Yes, yeah, that's I think true. we were a pretty Christmas high vacation. I don't remember how high you guys were. I wouldn't Christmas have been very vacation. high on that okay. one. Remember when we did Rampage? <laughs> what a stupid movie. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going back through my catalog here. I'm like, I man, like that the was a just bad singing the movie. <laughs> hey, if you're uh, interested in some of our other episodes, because we've got this is going to be episode 91. Yeah, just like more of anything than I've done except school. Think about that. Um, go check out our our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find them because there's a bunch there's of episodes some back there. Yeah, too. I really like our Willy Wonka episodes. I like the Tarzan one. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> I will we'll fix it. <laughs> we recorded. There's one loss to the ether, kids, but it'll come back there's around. There's a secret. There's a secret MBM episode hiding in Liz's hard drive that is just unintelligible. (laughs) I was like, maybe I can doctor this up with some mastering. And the first rule of mastering is good mastering can't fix bad audio. (laughs) So I didn't. (laughs) Don't worry. It'll come back around. Great. Anyway. Do you want to do plot for this specific point that we're talking about? So basically what we're going to dive into on this one specifically is how much the Rose family was worth. Oh, um, so the big things you need to know for this one are their relative professions. Yeah. Okay. So Johnny Rose was seemingly founder, but Wait, certainly. Can I make guesses? Hit me. Okay. I imagine so founder of a tech company that sold pom poms. Well, you got it in one. There Great. you go. <laughs> Damon, do you have a guess? Real estate. That was a better guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand why that was a more valid no, guess than mine. No, he was certainly the CEO and presumably the founder, from what it sounded like, of the, and it is stated, second largest video rental chain <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs> so real estate. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yes, in a way. Okay, Moira, Moira is, this one I maybe know, she's an actress? <laughs> you only know that because... Of the preview ep- of <laughs> every time that we finish watching something on Hulu, it pops right over to an episode of Schitt's Creek that we've watched six times. So we've not now. seen. We've, we've not seen the episode. episode. We've only seen the, the intro. Three minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where they're trying to talk to her on the phone and no one's answering the phone. But she had not been an actress for some time when the series started, right? Yeah, it's not clear exactly how yeah. long, but yes, she was uh, a. Actress, an actress, and seemingly like a daytime television star of a famous long-running sitcom. Oh. Is like kind of the vibe you get. Okay. Um, Okay. A, because they talk about it being like an ongoing show that ran, you don't get an idea of how long, but for many years, and they do some like joking around like sitcom telenovelas where every now and then she'll mention like, you know, well... It's an acting challenge, like when my second cousin's husband came back to life to shoot the butler. You know, like she'll mention like that sort of silliness. Um, 
I'm trying to remember what the name of her sitcom was, because um, they've talked about it before. So hold on a second. In the meantime, I'm going to guess that David's profession is professional potato sack wearer, because it seems like all of his clothing is real shapeless. Um, but maybe he is a fashion person? So he... Uh, I didn't include either of the kids in this analysis because uh-huh. it is implied in both cases that their parents basically supported their careers and mm. like they didn't actually make any money. But he was like a gallery owner oh. and like was in the mm. art world. Okay, um, okay. So yes, his like very eclectic clothing is because he is like a high fashion, high art person. He's the velvet buzzsaw. Uh, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. What a stupid title for a stupid movie. <laughs> Again, just one thing really broke the whole thing yeah. wide open for me. Uh, but anyway. And then um, What's-Her-Face is a Barbie doll. Yeah, you don't really get... Seems like maybe she was just finishing school. You don't really get an idea of like what she was doing that I remember. Um, Sunrise she definitely. Bay. That's Sunrise Bay. Sunrise Bay is the name of the sitcom. I thought you were saying that's the name of the actor. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sunrise Bay. <laughs> Have you been injured in an auto accident? <laughs> Sound a little bit like her in that show. But anyway. Um, so yeah, like it is implied. You don't really hear much about what she was doing other than she was like jetting all over the world with like famous boyfriends. The daughter. The daughter, uh, Alexis. And then David, like he has this idea that he owns several successful galleries, but it like comes out over the course of the show that like, Oh, well, a reason. bunch of people like bought paintings and it's like, it was his parents like yeah. Through yeah. proxies and stuff like that. Ugh. Or like, you know, they did things for their rich friends who then did things like bought paintings for David is kind of like a, yeah, if you a come to my thing. kid's soccer game, I'll come to like your kid's play sort of thing and yeah. we'll both get drunk at these events together, which is, God. to be clear, how I intend our future to go, so just keep that just in mind. Just be ready to buy whatever painting Claire wants to sell. Exactly, <laughs> and I will, you know, buy whatever thing, whatever like popcorn your kid is selling for their whatever troop and then we'll all get drunk. One time, uh, I, that sounds great though. Uh, one time my boss brought his kid into the office and made me and the EA there babysit her for a day. But uh, during that cool, time. that's not your job. Right. Well, first of all, I mean, I'm not going to drop names of where I work because don't don't look that up. Um, uh, but she she said to us like, oh, yeah, we're going to go stay at our summer house in Jamaica. Where's your guy's summer house? And we went. The ha. kid said this? She said that to me. Ooh. And then I died. And then. <laughs> When I came back to life, the next time that she came to the office, she had painted a bunch of rocks with like a minimal amount of glitter glue and was like selling them to everyone. And it reminded me a lot of Ivanka Trump's story about like making all the um, maids and uh, manservants buy her lemonade. <laughs> they dug deep into their pockets. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, kid, I'll give you a quarter for your stupid rock. <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. Yeah, fart noise. The amount of abuse of power. I know. It was a lot. Uh, I'm getting the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. Got them heebie-jeebies, folks. They had no problem with that. I think you would call Alexis is her name. Yes. Right? I think, wouldn't she technically be qualified as like like an influencer then? Oh, maybe. You do get the impression, like, actually you meet like some of her friends later or like, Mm-hmm. Who she, you know, her character arc is like learning that she was very fake and, and turns she out she's not her friends. friend. But like, yeah, but you, they do like, 
are constantly like, taking photos to post and blah, blah, blah. And like, I think they say they're there because it was on like the 15 most random places to visit in the US or something. <laughs> so it, you do get the impression that she was kind of like a jet set with rich boyfriends and post on social media get sort the of likes. person. Yeah, SponCon. Yeah. SponCon? You know sponsor, sponsor, sponsor content. Sponsor content. You get it. I got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag SponCon. I'm Listen. young. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm hip. The fact that you didn't know what that is is a testament to you and one of the reasons we're friends. Because <laughs> I, boy, I'm gonna about to sound a hundred years old. Here but the people who like expect to get something because they can like tell other people that this thing exists is just baffling to I me. Know. And I'm not saying that like I'm not saying that in certain cases it isn't worth it, right? But like giving like, somebody a free meal for like a thousand or a million mentions is probably actually a good business move. God help sure. us. Sure. And here's the thing: I wind up but doing a lot of like uh, surveys for like I get a free yeah, product gift card to try, or whatever, and or, yeah. I can like, review it for like I have to say I got this product for free to review, but I get a product out of it. But I can't imagine doing that with a hotel room. Like Yelp exists. Well, yeah, and it's more for me just like. It's less about the business being willing to do that for people. <laughs> I'll edit that out. <laughs> it's less about the business being willing to do it and more about like having the cojones to just walk into a place and be like, because people know who I am, you must give me free things. I'm important. Like, give me stuff. I And maybe it's just because I'm the opposite of famous but like <laughs> if i actually I, even if i knew even if you. i knew like if i took a picture of myself at this place a bunch of people would flock to it i still would not walk in and be like give me shit yeah i can't think like, of what leveraging sort of? whatever c- any kind of clout that i would maybe meagerly have i usually it's just not how society works no. <laughs> You pay money for goods and services yeah. that is the interaction you have with a business it just seems like like yeah, yeah. It feels like any moment the bottom could fall out of that, and I guess frequently it does. Yeah, from what I understand, that is that has happened to many of them. And many a person. They deserve it. Also, yeah. my Instagram followers hang out at around four hundred and twenty, so blaze it. <laughs> so if you if I go to follow you, you should block me. Yeah, just I'm to be block like, you. I'm sorry. No, I was at a it is at a spicy four twenty. Mm, Thank you very much. I won't be accepting any more applications. Thank you. <laughs> Well, Unless we can get to 4,000. I mean, 20. like, it's something that we've kind of always done with people, though, because, like, we used to do it with gladiators, you know? And it's like, I think it's weird because oh, yeah. it's just so, like, there's such a lower bar for entry now. Yeah. Well, yeah, they like, don't, they're, don't, they're not particularly good at anything. I will say, like, at least a gladiator. You, you did you used have to have to be physical prowess. And yeah, like, yeah. And the same way, like, Michael Jordan's, and, like, Air Jordan's and stuff. Right, like, and I will say, like, people who play sports get paid way too much money for, like, what they contribute to society. However, it is a hard to develop skill that not everyone has. And they yeah. can only do it for a very short amount of time, right. all things considered. Taking a photo of myself in front of a pretty pretty background and then like photoshopping out my love handles does not seem like a skill that like everyone couldn't learn how to do. See, this is the first rule of Instagramming is you just don't take a picture of the love handles in the first place. You get the, the upper angle. And you Listen. Pose your chin. You stick your chin Learning out and Learning how your to angle back. my camera. Okay. We, we've been on this long enough. <laughs> People now know my opinions. Let's move on. So... She's so an influencer. We have no, everybody rate and review us so I can get fifty thousand <laughs> listeners so I can go get a bunch of free shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, a sponsorship of some kind would be great, but I feel like this is work. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's such work. 
<laughs> so the founder of the second largest video rental place in North America. Correct. Is generally what they're making um, the money from. A daytime soap opera actress. Correct. End of list because the two End kids. of list because the two kids don't matter. Correct. They're a bit of a no. leech system. Sure. Correct. So let's start with Moira. Um, because her math is arguably the the easier one. I imagine that's why I wanted to start with it because it's a little bit easier. So here's what we assume. Uh, and what I should say is I'm gonna I'm gonna get just to a yearly number for both of them, and then we'll extrapolate. Because again, I'm trying to find net worth, not like income per year. Sure. So let's first get the income per year, and then move to the net worth. Okay. So what I assume, 22 episodes per season. And that she is paid per episode. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why I was like, "Great, twenty-two episodes for Shit's Creek." So we're like, no. But I feel like a lot of those, like uh, General Hospital, ER, like those sort of things, often run roughly twenty episodes a season. Um, from what I saw, I did. Sure. I, I googled a couple of them, and then can run for forever, right? Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys ever watch soap operas? Was that like a thing any of your parents did? Not really. My grandma. Uh, my grandma had her soaps that um, you weren't allowed to make noise while they were on Uh, and if my dad was over visiting uh, we knew that that was the time for us to pack up and leave because the soaps were about to start the conversation was over for at least an hour (laughs) and we had other stuff to do that day you didn't want to watch that show with her huh wow I don't think I've ever like I always see the TV guides with the like lists of like what's happened in the soap Young operas and on it. Yeah. And I was always like, man, I can't imagine following anything that long. But I guess I maybe have. Damon, what are you doing? Uh, I just looked up Days of Our Lives and they're on season 55. Yeah. 55. Like I said, they can run forever. Whoa, that's more seasons than The Simpsons. <laughs> Is it? I don't know actually. They just had their 666th episode. That was their Treehouse of Horror. The season, The Simpsons is the longest, the most episodes TV show. I guess I don't know if it's the longest running. I can't imagine it's got more than 50 seasons. Yeah, it's got to be longer than The Simpsons. Uh, And the longest running scripted primetime television series, both in seasons and number of episodes. Whoa. The so, Simpsons? Yeah. Primetime, though. Yeah, that's the big difference. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's 31 seasons. Oh, primetime. Primetime. Yeah. Wow, 31. That sounds like something that should maybe die. <laughs> Babe. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> so here's where I want your guys' opinions then, uh-huh. on this one, because I can change this number on the fly. So we have 22 seasons per episode. Um, we assume she gets paid by episode. What I need to know is... How much do you think she gets paid an episode? So I did do some research, mm-hmm. but like their salaries are not particularly high. I was only able to find like averages. Okay. Right. And the average is like 4,000 bucks per episode. Per episode. Which, I mean, if you're making 22, is a fine living, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But presumably, this is like she's famous, people recognize her, and right, you can get like, again, this is not the same exact type of show, but like, you know, you get like the Big Bang care people are all making a million dollars an episode by oh, the yeah, end of it, right? Oh yeah, she's not. She doesn't have the kind of. First of all, it's not a show that would make that much money like that it show. Doesn't seem to, right? But yeah. like, but it also felt like four thousand an episode seemed too, too little. little. Um, well, well, the thing of it is, is like they are ensemble casts, mm-hmm. so there's not like there's not a star. There's not like a main character per se. Uh, they're moving it out like comic books almost. Fair. 
So you also don't always appear in every episode? Yes, although I think oftentimes, if you're big enough, you get paid you get for paid episodes for you, don't, you don't, even appear if you don't get called up. Um, your name's still on the marquee of it. Yeah, no, I guess that's like, true. I, this is something I know because I listen, this is going to be nerdy, but here we are, I listen to a Star Trek podcast, and they talk about like, you know, they'll, certain people just won't appear in an episode, but they still get, they've gotten paid for those, yeah. you know, if, and that could, you know, sometimes they have a cast of 12 and just like two people just aren't in it, right? Right. For that week or whatever. Um, I would wonder what, I mean, I'm sure that she would be at this fictional world, that she would be a member of SAG. Um, True. And they have minimums for what you get paid. Hmm. Um, Do you know how I would find that? I am sure there's some sort of like, I bet SAG's website has something about it, but that would be maybe more of a detailed search. Cause sure, I'm not if you sure. search as SAG minimum salary. Yeah. Because be. there's like rules about like how long of a day you're supposed to work and the minimum that they pay you. And I know for like extra work, you get paid the minimum wage in whatever state you're working in oh, okay. plus time and go. a half for overtime. All right. Well, actually, here's something. So, major role, half hour program, uh, 5,200 a week. Uh, SAG TV scale major role one hour program eight thousand four hundred and thirteen a week. There you go. Uh, but then what is this SAG TV scale multiple program? Oh, it's just it sounds like if you're not a major role. Okay. Yeah, if you like do cameos and stuff. Yeah. Guess so spots. maybe we use this. So that's the minimum. So admittedly, we could we could potentially adjust that up. If yeah, we she could that make more, but that's what they like mandate that you must be paid. Okay. And if you feel like she's a major player, she probably gets paid that higher amount. Yeah, definitely going to use the higher amount because I feel like those shows tend to be an hour. Um, and that was actually the differentiator there. I just still wonder if that's still low because, yes, they're ensembles. But, like, the way that this supposedly worked, right, is that she is, like, the star of this show. Yeah. Now, again, who knows for how long and how many seasons and whatever. But. And then you have the whole thing of like, ish. well, so if you heard about the um, Grey's Anatomy thing where for a very long time, um, Meredith oh, Grey, yeah. the, the actress playing Meredith Grey was paid less than Patrick Dempsey. Oh, that doesn't shock me. Even though I her did name not was hear the title about of the that, show. But like, that doesn't shock me. But it's like, because one, because she's a woman, that yep, might I, that's what I make was, a difference. Yeah. And then two, because she, she was a relative unknown coming into well, it. Well, yeah, and then that, and maybe she is like it's less that they want to keep her, and more that she wants to stay, so she doesn't have mm. as much like leverage to. Yeah, he could go do another show slash has had a career that's okay, and right. she's like, I'm building up my my cushion so that if I go four years without a job. I'm okay, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, and I mean, like, Merida, like um, Moira could be in the same position where, like, she wants to stay on the show because there's, like, well, fame to it. probably or... not, presuming that the majority, and, and spoiler here, so we shouldn't send too time long on this, but the majority of their wealth presumably comes from his job. So, oh, sure. Like, she wouldn't, in theory, Well, it wouldn't need... be about the money. It would oh, be about the fame. Oh, just so that she can continue to, like, be right. on TV. And, yeah, like, and her... it would be less about, like, whether or not she gets paid more and more about, like, I get to still be on TV. So right. she would take a lower salary because... Because of that. Fair enough. That's this may I mean. change something too because I looked up um, the number of episodes in a, uh, a Days of Our Lives season. Season. Yeah. Um, and I can't find anything. I'm having trouble loading more modern years, unfortunately. But in 1966, they recorded 255 episodes. Well, but you shouldn't base it on... <laughs> The 60s, because the 60s, they didn't really have seasons, because TV just kept going. But it's it's a daytime soap opera, so like it's not that there is like an episode every week. There's an episode every day. There's an episode every day. Is there? 
I about to say, because I pulled up something to use as a proxy, oh, but I go. can't remember what it was. Uh, I don't know if I have it they in my notes. They still do that, though? Because they used to just be, like, filmed plays. Hold on. Uh, I got 2018 to load. Okay. Let's use whatever that is. I think that's a fair proxy. So... Sorry, because they there's just numbered sequentially, so I have to do yeah. some math. Oh, I see what you're saying. They just like episode a thousand, episode a thousand and one, episode a thousand yeah. and two. Ooh. In 2018, they recorded 253 episodes. Holy crud! Okay, well that changes things. So let's say they record 250 episodes a year. Ooh, or, and <laughs> these then, numbers getting spicy. Let's just do the minimum just to see what that would even be. All right, that's already two million dollars. That makes me feel. Pretty good. So I'm gonna round it up to ten grand, just because I think a little boost there. Yeah, I mean, if she's been on it a long enough time, she would probably have gotten a raise at some point. Certainly. Uh, And that makes it a cool two point five million a year. Two point five mil a year, and he presumably makes more money than her. Well, let's talk about it. Okay, Bob. So, uh, if Rose Video is the second largest retail video store in the U.S., who did I use as a proxy? Netflix. I know this is an audio medium, but I want you to know how disappointed in you I am. <laughs> is it Blockbuster? I mean, can what what is even available? Yeah. Like, so I, I go back in history. Okay. Um, so you went to Blockbuster. Well, that's number one. Oh, Hollywood, Hollywood video? video. There it is. <laughs> I knew it was in there somewhere, kids. <laughs> yeah. So we used Hollywood Video. I mean, obviously, it is and has been out of business. We had a Hollywood Video that got overtaken by. Movie gallery, mm. um, and it was weird because it was the f- it was like seeing the idea of branding being born in a way, because <laughs> like the the Hollywood video was very much like an eighties like video rental place, and then it's like they came in the movie gallery people came in with like a coat of white paint and was just like it's just gonna get rid of. All of this. This is it. <laughs> Burn it down, start over. Yeah. Again. We had a Hollywood video um, that one, after they went bankrupt, they still, I think to this day, are hounding my parents for late fees on a movie that they did not return late. That like, they were wound up reporting them to collections for like $5 and mom and dad had to be like, no. <laughs> uh, Weird. Yeah. And then also, when it closed down, they turned it into a big Woody's grill and they used all of the letters from Hollywood Video in Woody's. <laughs> By Big Woody's Grill, I don't know what a Big Woody's Grill is. Is you it know a it is. Big Woody's Grill or is it Woody's Grill and it was a large establishment? No, 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 Big Woody's Grill. Okay, that's what I. <laughs> that's kind of what I assumed, but, but it's really change. not what I wanted it to be. First of all, I don't know how they put a kitchen it's in there. It's not like a Chili's 2, <laughs> you know. Wait, there's a Chili's 2? Yeah, Chili's yeah. 2 is the Chili's that they put in the in airport. Airports. Oh, okay. The tiny little flipper oh, okay, ones. Okay, okay. Like the cantina versions of whatever's. Yeah. Um, we're all saying bad, <laughs> but yeah, they didn't even change the, like the Hollywood Hills and the lights on it. They just changed the letters around. Like they were bad That's kids odd in front because of a church. I'm interpreting just based on the name that this is like a Southwestern style Food restaurant. Establishment? As far as I understand, it was a Which sports technically, bar. well, either way, it's still a technically Hollywood is in yeah. the Southwest. So I guess, yeah, I guess by definition, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this. so where I grew up, um, just up the block from us, was literally every um, fast food restaurant you could imagine, like, within a thousand feet of each other. 
And there was this one place called Maryland Fried Chicken that had a giant chicken, like, neon sign. And that place closed down. And instead of changing the sign out, they just put tobacco shop on the chicken body. (laughs) And it was a smoke (laughs) shop for a while. (laughs) I mean, neon signs are expensive. I guess. It was a very big sign, too. (laughs) You're right. I guess we didn't have branding in the 90s, huh? (laughs) Whatever. Not really. It took some time for us to really get the idea that maybe just putting tobacco shop on a chicken doesn't quite get you all the way there. I gotta say, this was like 2008. (laughs) Yeah, well, no one could afford a new neon sign in 2008. (laughs) I just like the idea that now in my head the chicken is like, they added a little thing that like brings a cigarette to its (laughs) mouth and like like, puffs and then puts it down. Imagine, it's not like chicken shaped. Do you know like the, um, the Looney Tunes cartoon where the little like chick like takes weird medicine and turns into a giant monster chick? Oh, yeah. So it's like if you drew if you drew like an oval and you pinched it at the top and then drew eyes and a beak on it and then oh, gave it feet. Yes. That's what it looks like. It's like a big cartoon That's chicken. Horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It's like a honey I blew up the baby chicken. Kinda, kinda. Huh. Boy. And then there was a, a Mexican restaurant called Zapatos that got turned into uh, a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I lived in one place for a very long time. <laughs> was there sign a giant taco that on it said bank? <laughs> no, it was still shaped like Zapatos, and it was like kind of obvious that at one point it was a restaurant, and then they tore it all down. And they it was in bank. the shape of a giant sombrero. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but on it said bank. Yeah, like yeah. in Simtown. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anywho. So Hollywood Video. <laughs> yeah. So how I profitable was Hollywood 2004, Video? 2004, um, because this was a year that Hollywood Video was the second biggest a uh, video rental chain in the U.S. Did and they you, close before or after Blockbuster? Do you know that? I don't know. Just uh, asking you uh, I did. I think they I think they got acquired before Blockbuster went out of business, if that makes sense. Because sure. Hollywood Video, I believe, was eventually bought by someone. Big Woody's Grill. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chain. Yeah. Hollywood You've been. Video Acquisition. So, Movie Gallery, actually. Oh. Oh, right. Blockbuster tried to buy this has been this is a long time ago. So yeah. if I don't get this perfectly correct, finance nerds, forgive me. <laughs> None of the people get listening to this podcast yeah. were alive then either. <laughs> uh so Hollywood Video like was trying to sell themselves to either Blockbuster or a PE firm. I can't remember which. Um Oh, I remember. For those who don't know, what is a PE firm? Uh, it's yeah, a firm for those of us, those who aren't private here in this equity room. firm is just a, a firm that buys public companies to take them private and oh. then tries to grow them very quickly and then resell them. Oh. Their whole okay. thing is to like they're flipping houses. Is that they, when they people flip are houses doing for business when right. they're like trying to buy Uber and Lyft and that kind of thing? Yes, a okay. lot of that money is PE money. So oh. you can sometimes invest in startup businesses. Sometimes you buy struggling businesses and try to turn them around. Either one of those can be a PE strategy. But yeah, it's just it's basically really rich people. Who don't buy like stocks on the open market. They just buy companies or pieces of companies and say, hey, we'll connect you with some famous people to be spokesperson or we'll like Shark Tank style. Yeah. Or like we'll get you, we'll invest in this new technology you really need. And then instead of being worth two billion, you'll be worth ten billion in five years, and then we sell you and we make a bunch of money. Huh? Yeah. The only problem with it is they tend to be pretty brutal. I bet. So do you remember Heinz got sold? Um, they're part of Kraft now? Well, they are now part of, I 
maybe they bought from Kraft. No, they Warren Buffett owned them for a while, and oh. then like he sold them to a firm that he sometimes works with in Brazil. But like the problem with PE firms is they want to make you look good, so half the time that means cutting a bunch of workers because if you like instantly have more profit if you have to pay fewer people right oh so like gosh. some of the ways they do it and there are good ones and they're bad ones and there are fast ones who want to do it faster than others and da, da, da. but some of the way you can do this is like hey we'll really invest in your business and help you grow a lot faster and then we'll all be happy when we leave and some of the ways they do it is hey let's cut a bunch of fat and then like you'll be more profitable and then we can turn around and sell you for more and that tends to involve firing people Ugh. so Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Yeah, a lot of lot of opinions can probably be had rightly and wrongly about about PE firms. Sure, sure. Um, but that said, I do feel like that they were being tried to be bought by Blockbuster because I remember my mom being very upset by that because Blockbuster screwed her over once when they said that it was a one day rental, and she tried to return it like the next day at the same time, and they were like, "No, your day is the twenty four hour period in which you rented it, so it starts at like midnight." the day you rent it and goes till midnight the that night and she was like are you kidding me why was i when was i going to watch this movie so you're telling me that your mom was fleeing debt she had with blockbuster <laughs> and began renting <laughs> from kind of putting my mom on blast from all of the, the video rental places it's yeah. great that we have netflix now is really what i'll say yeah. yeah so anyway yeah as i remember correctly i think it was actually blockbuster blockbuster tried to do what's called a hostile takeover which i'm not gonna go into a depth in this episode but basically means they tried to buy them against their will mm. and so they sold themselves that sounds so gross to movie gallery it was actually smaller than them basically as a giant fuck you to blockbuster we'd rather be bought by this smaller company and form a bigger company together, not than Blockbuster, but like bigger than either two of us independently to try to c- compete with you, than to let you forcibly buy us. Real yeah. quick, without going into it too awful much, how does one like forcibly buy something that doesn't want to be sold? Yeah, so basically, I mean, right, if you own, if you own stock in a company, you're a uh, an owner. Yeah. A yeah. tiny fraction of an owner. So... If a company goes public and I'm the founder and I keep 10% of the shares, that means there are 90% of the shares out there that someone could buy. So they could just go to all the Liz, Damon, and Dans in the world and say, I want to buy your 0.01% and your 0.01% and your 0.01% and your 0.01%. And then eventually they have 90% of the company. And when they get to 51. Right. And what they actually do is they say... They just they, They don't go individually. They just come out and say, hey, everybody, your stock is worth $40. We are willing to buy... Everyone who comes forward share for $50, more than it's worth right now. And if you can get 50.1% of people to agree to that, you have, you have done it, even though maybe the directors and owner and for, former founder and whatever all own 30% and all oppose it. If you can get the other 70% or 50.1% to say yes to that, boom, you've, you you've own done. that company. Right. Yeah. And then you say, hey, I'd like to propose that we merge with Blockbuster and they all vote no and you go, Cool, yes, and then boom. Uh, and if you actually remember when we covered Futurama, yes. um, and they talked about, like, we talked about inflation, actually, on that Scruffy one. Scruffy shares. <laughs> but that is actually one of those things where the guy, it is a hostile takeover. The, the guy who's selling it has bought 50.1% of the shares because he traded them to, I believe it was uh, Zoidberg for a sandwich. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was a good sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Did my sandwich also return on investment? Oh, God. <laughs> It's because you let it go moldy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway. 
You all still little... have Zoidberg. <laughs> <laughs> that is that episode. You still have Zoidberg. You, you all still have Zoidberg. Lost the love of your life. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how much was Hollywood Video worth in 2004? Uh, so it doesn't really matter because what we're looking for here is um, earnings for the, the CEO. The CEOs. So uh, fun fact. You, there is an SEC uh, filing you have to do as a public company that uh, shows the earnings of the uh, top five highest earning officers in the company. Uh, I can't remember which exact filing it is, but it exists. So what I did is uh, Mark Waddles, who is the founder, chairman, and chief executive officer. Very unflattering name. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. Um, you can't really put anything in front of Waddles, though. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> he, uh, so I looked at his pay in 2002, 2003, and 2004, 2002, it was 4 million in 2003, it was one. And in 2004, it was 1.4. There's some very variety with CEO pay because a lot of their pay is in stock options. Uh-huh. So it gets sometimes a little lumpy because like his actual salary was about a million in every year, but like some years he had some stock options vest and some years he didn't. So like. God, making a million in a year. Yeah, can you imagine? And actually, most of the time, I think CEO pay is at or under a million. So even those CEOs that you see that are like getting paid like $17 million a year because there's like a tax break for the first million you pay someone, and after that, you don't get any more. So then companies go, okay, we'll pay you in other ways in after that. Yeah. Um, and first of all, eat the rich. <laughs> As per usual, eat the rich. But the argument in finance circles is, well, if we give them stock ownership instead of money, their values are aligned with, with the our. companies and with shareholders because they get richer by making the stock go up, which is what they should be doing anyway. Sure. I just don't think $1 million is necessary. Yeah, that's true. And again, I think stock price is kind of a short-term way to look at it, and it only rewards shareholders when... There used to be, like, this is, I'm down a big rabbit hole here, but, like, 15 years ago, a lot of, like, the finance idea changed that you should, like, just reward stockholders because everything else will, like, follow through that. Before that, there was a long, uh, long-held belief that I still believe that you should consider all your stakeholders. So, like, your suppliers and your employees and the like areas in which you live. And so like, it's okay to not maximize stockholder value if you're like not pumping waste into the rivers. And that is kind of, as we can tell, gone by the wayside to be like, but then the stock price doesn't go up and everyone loses their mind because the stock price didn't go up. (laughs) And even still, I also think it's wrong because the stock price is very reactive to short-term stuff. So like sometimes companies make bad decisions. So like if your company, you know, lights a river on fire and... People don't like your company well, so much right. anymore. Well, not even that, right? Uh, Blockbuster at one point didn't buy Netflix. Right? Yes. That's, a, that's a, like a very famous story. I'm sure there was many reasons they didn't buy them, but one of them could have been, hypothetically, well, if we buy Netflix, then our earnings will go down this quarter because we'll have taken a bunch of cash to buy a company, and we don't think it's going to be that great, so we won't buy it. That is a way of short-term thinking, that kind of bitch you in the ass in the long term. Oh, just a tease. <laughs> so when like, they like we're scrabbling at the end, and they're like, "We we can Netflix too. We could also Netflix. We'll Netflix with games. How about yeah. that?" And they were like, mm, "Too late." Yeah. So like, I do think there is some like, oh, we didn't want to invest in the big machine that would have made things twice as fast, and then the person. 
who did made him twice as fast, therefore half the cost. And it's like, well, how could we have lost? Well, well, you didn't think about it. Yeah. So Gotta take a look. Anyway, that's a tangent. All that to say, uh, so I picked his salary at about two and a half million because okay. that's an average of those years. However, pretty sorry. equitable, all things considered. Between the two of them? Yeah. 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 However, there's another component of this. Um, and this is actually, I, I shunned you, Damon, but I shouldn't have. I apologize. As the founder, he also still owned about 10% of the company. And the company was worth uh, ah. about... <laughs> ah. <you fool. laughs> company was worth uh, about $800 million. Seven hundred and ninety million. So seventy nine million dollars. Uh, yeah, it turns out to be eighty one million dollars. Um, because it was ten point three six something. But yeah, sure. Point is, uh, (laughs) yeah. Sorry, (laughs) clutch your pearls. Um, so basically, what I did here was I added up uh the two point five plus the 2.5, and I timesed those, and actually I need to move a parenthesis here. I assumed both of those, they saved 10% a year, which seems ridiculously low. But they don't seem like they're great with money. They don't seem to be. They don't seem like they're great with money. No. Um, Especially if their financial advisor can just uh, do these things yeah. without, like, I'm a financial advisor. People often, like, once we've worked with them and they trust us and they should, they will often like, I mean, the whole point, one of the whole points of us is to delegate it out, right? Like just, you don't, you don't have to think, think about, about it. it. Yeah. Like this is you, you, you do it. You will handle it more efficiently and more effectively and more tax appropriately and whatever. But like, there should always still be a base level of competence that everyone has yeah. just because at the end of the day, no one will care about your money more than I, than you do. Right. right. And like my job is to care and I do care deeply. But, but they like, should still check in because it's their like, money. <laughs> yeah. No one, like, if I do it terribly wrong, I go to, I lose my job. In this case, they could have gone to jail, right? Like, right. so you got to be, well, I guess I could go to jail too. But you get the idea. If like, you did it terribly wrong and it yes. also benefited you, I would assume. Bernie Madoff you <laughs> yeah. did, in fact, if, go to jail. Did, if you were just incompetent instead of criminal, yes, you'd exactly. lose your job. Like, yeah. You can get another one. That's not so hard. Probably not in the industry. There are certain no. disclosures you have to do. I have a feeling you probably wouldn't do anything financially related anymore. But there's lots of jobs available answering phones and selling True. things to people who don't want to buy them on phones. I don't think I'd be good at that. I wouldn't either. No and one I'm is. I'm pretty good at my job. So I'm just going to not do horrible, wrong, bad things. One quick tangent. This lady called um, my office the other day, and there's this scam going around. If you work in an office, you should know about this scam. There's a scam going around where they're like, oh, we are going to send you guys. We're from your copier company. We're going to send you more toner. We just need to know the like um, serial number on your co- your closest three copiers. And I always go like, sorry, what company did you say you're with? And they're like, oh, your copier company. And I, I said... My brain farted, and I said, oh, I'm sorry. I There's a company policy where we don't give that information out over the line. And the lady on the phone went, over the line? I don't know what the hell that means. Bye. And then she hung up. <laughs> okay, then. That's the thing about, like, scammers is that if you push back just very gently, they tend they to, like, lose their explode. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my, my recommendation always on one of those things when you don't feel comfortable is be like, great. Can you give me your number? I'm going to call, like, your extension. I'm going to call back my copier company and have them transfer me to you just to make sure. Just and then to they're be always sure. like, what? What? 
Anyway, so. So, if you assume that they made basically $5 million a year in salary. Yeah. Save 10% of it for 20 years. That gets them to about $10 million. Okay. And then again, that's assuming no growth, which is probably under-reporting it, but they had a bad financial advisor, yeah. so I don't think it's super wrong. They didn't do yeah. taxes or anything. Um, which would mean they would have more growth. They would have, but then they would <laughs> yeah. have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> then you add in his $81 million stake, which... Fun fact, that would have gone to zero uh, eventually oh, anyway. Right quick. <laughs> um, this is why you don't keep all of your wealth in the company you found. Um, I think we've talked about that or something. I don't Diversify know. your investments. Correct. Also, no real advice. Yeah. <laughs> you wind up with $91.5 million oh. as their net worth before this all happens. That's pretty beefy, but less than I would have expected. That's the thing. Is like That is robust. That is very wealthy people who have virtually no limitations on how they live their lives. However, actually, based on the show, less than I would have thought. Yeah, it seems like they're maybe the, the kind of people who I got the impression they like, were in like the 500 to $700 million Yeah, range. or I guess they just lived that way. That like their, invest, their financial advisor told them they were of a certain level of wealth and like it never mattered to them to check after that. Yeah, and I mean, it could have been like a Madoff scheme um, where, I mean, those people actually did make money. Just what it was is like... Other people's money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just I signed up and then they gave me Damon's money and then they gave Damon Liz's money and then and just, Liz you know, got screwed. Yeah. Anyway, to answer the question, 91 and a half, probably a little more if I had put some growth on their savings over the years, but... Probably a little less because they don't seem like good savers, and I don't no. even know if ten percent is is enough. Are you considering um, like uh, like non-liquid assets? I mean, the the percentage of the company is not liquid, but like they own a home at the beginning of the show, don't they? Yeah, uh, I didn't presumably because. So that's a good point if it went up in value. My only thought was the 90% Maybe I negated didn't by is what they used to buy those things, sure. if that makes sense. Sure. Um, yeah, that's fair. But, but to and your if point, there's some amount, of, some amount of that 90% probably went to things that maintained value. Some of it might have gone to experiences and, and cars and Coke and cars and things that decline in value. But some of them of probably went to, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> they drank a lot of Coca-Cola. <laughs> uh, some of it probably went to things that retained in them. Like they probably bought art and they probably bought houses and they probably bought what have you. So if we wanted, I could make that 10% savings rate some greater amount to assume like 10% went into liquid savings and 10%, another 10% maybe went into uh, like investable materials. But, but like again, a good that's chunk only of that also 10. went to their kids' dead end careers right. and lives. No, and that's, that's true. only 10% out of the um so like again, they're making uh 5 million a year, which don't get me wrong, is a ton of money. But even if you're saving 50% of that for 20 years, you're talking two and a half, so you're talking like 20 million dollars, right? Which is don't get me wrong. A lot of money. I would love to have $20 million. If you have $20 million you're itching to get rid of, any one of the three of us would accept that money. Yep. Uh, Please email us at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com. Don't tell us you're a Nigerian prince. I was about to say, <laughs> if you're in Nigeria and you just need a few thousand dollars to get the money out. Uh, no, but like that's still, so from a, so again, I might be wrong in their net worth number and you're making some valid points. 
but it doesn't change the fact to me that it feels low for how their lifestyle is described, if that yeah, makes sense. for the way that they present themselves. Because it seems like they are like private jet people, which you could do at 90 million easily, but like yeah. that that is like a several hundred million dollar more likely, if that makes sense. Yeah, like I wonder at what point you like in real life could just be like, I don't care about money anymore. Everything I want is covered. You know, like you just don't think about it even like I bet very famous like actors are probably like that where they just like assume it will be taken care of. Well, you hear about that yeah, with like and Johnny Depp happens, right? And then Johnny so. Depp happens and he buys thirty five thousand dollars. Well, you hear that about like a month. Celebrities like tipping like fifty dollars on like, you know, uh, this isn't the actual example, but like pizza delivery, just because like they have cash and they just like don't even recognize like what they're handing out, you know. Right. Um, but kind of to your point, like what I'm was thinking is this actually feels more believable for the context of the show because I think that if they were any more wealthy, they would maybe be kind of insulated from this sort of fallout. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they they like could not be a victim of this sort of like like over a certain point, like you have so much wealth. Like the the crime that somebody would have to commit against you to liquidate all of that wealth would be insane. And even, and I will say, even at this level of wealth, I mean, even at much smaller levels of wealth, right? Like Mm -hmm. I work with people of all different levels of wealth, but nobody at this level, but even the people I work with tend to have multiple people that would like, they have an estate planning attorney and they probably have a CPA and then they have us as a financial advisor who like coordinates between those two and oversees everything. But like somebody would catch the point is like it would be, and again, maybe this financial advisory thing that got them was a firm that has all of those capabilities in house that exists and you know, what have you. But Mm -hmm. to your point, Damon, it does seem like at a certain level of wealth, it would be hard for one entity to blow it up that bad. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, because at a certain level of wealth, your tax return gets so complicated that like you're fairly likely to be audited, so it's more likely you're going to get caught, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So maybe this does make more sense, but maybe they just lived a little too lavishly even for this level of wealth. Because I agree, there is a point where like money is meaningless, but that's from the perspective of people who <laughs> would like more of it. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine there is... Uh, Knowing human behavior, and I've seen good and bad as a financial advisor, I think people can overspend at any level of wealth. Now, again, like I said, I don't work with $90 million clients, but I work with $7 million clients who we have had to tell them to, like, slow down hard, which you would think would be crazy if you have that much money. But it's... It's doable. I yeah. guess. You can spend it all if you well, try hard enough. I think Except like for the, Jeff Bezos. He can't spend it even no. if he tries real <laughs> yep. hard. There's the, just not enough stuff to buy. <laughs> what is he worth? Like $140 billion? Something like that. Yeah. I mean, How that space is colony is going to... It's 50? No, he's a little older than that, I think. I didn't do it. Hot I didn't do the thing Google that Damon action. likes. I had to count all the zeros, but I did it in my head like a big boy. <laughs> you missed us, audience? <laughs> uh, he is 55 years old. 55. Let's say he lives to 100. 
in twenty. In 20? All right, I'll say he's going to be using the blood of young people. He's not Peter Thiel. Yeah, but he could. Okay, so let's say he lives to 120, so that would be 65 I'm pretty sure you years. can get blood created whole cloth with that amount of money. <laughs> like, yeah, true blood. <laughs> uh, he would have to spend $2.1 billion a year. That is not including any growth at all. Yeah. Just of his current fortune, Hundred, I think, which I think is one hundred and forty billion, which is like the GDP of some small countries, which would mean six million dollars a day. A day, a you have to buy an endangered species day. a day, and not in like a WWF. You support them, and you get a sticker with their face on it. <laughs> like you literally bought all the pandas. <laughs> like you get panda steaks for dinner. Yeah, like you get panda steaks for dinner, and pandas are fine with it because pandas don't want to live. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. If they wanted to live, they would eat. Yeah, they wanted to live, they would fuck each other. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Um. Anyway, that's how I feel about pencils. I don't want to. I, I don't want to. Talk, be, I don't want to go down this what, rabbit hole. No, let's not talk no, about I'm it, please, do it. Liz. No, so, God, no. <laughs> they pair these pandas up, and they're like male panda, female panda. They're gonna have sex, and it's probably like a uh, incel dude panda and lady pandas like this. I have to carry this as child this is terrible. And then they don't want to have sex. And then the incel dude panda can't do anything anyway because he's too busy watching his shows. Anyway, incels suck. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm firmly against. I'm willing to go on that. Thanks. Die on that hill. It's a brave stance we're taking. Yes, I think I agree. That, <laughs> I think that um, you can definitely overspend at every degree of wealth. Up to, up to, but not including Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. <laughs> um, what else, Damon? <laughs> Sorry, I got. Is it because so- I talked about the pandas? <laughs> it was. You know, I am furious at pandas. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> um, Live, damn you! But I think about like the fire <laughs> festival bastards. <laughs> but I think about like the fire festival guy who like had like. You know, he didn't have like a long career as, you know, a CEO or anything. But no. like in the amount of time that he had, it was probably a comparable amount of wealth mm-hmm. for the time frame you're working with, and like that all disappeared overnight. So well, again, I mean, there are sports players who make eighty million dollars over their careers and wind up bankrupt ten years later. There's Johnny yeah. Depp style actors who wind up bankrupt. Like again, I think you're right. I think. Um, I certainly think you can probably overspend it nigh on every level of wealth, except maybe, again, maybe I draw that line at like billionaires. Once you had a billion dollars, it's really hard to fuck it up. That's mm-hmm. your point. So maybe it is more likely they're in that like 100 million range than the 500 million simply because they're it's still fuck upable. It's harder to do, certainly, and gets harder the more you have, but like still fuck upable in a way that at a certain point you're just like, even just like your friends and connections are worth a certain base level of like, you're not going to be on the street, right? Like, right. Yeah. yeah. And if the Rose family is at the point where they're just not interested in caring about money and their financial advisor is lying to them and they also only have the amount of like wealth that lets them do stuff, but to a point and not anything. Then. Yeah, they still have to be caring, but no one it someone no one someone has to be caring about their money, whether it's them or their advisor, and nobody in this case is. Yeah, and that's why they're in trouble. Anyway, care about your money, no real advice.
Yeah. But care about your money. Like, take care of yourselves. Yeah. It's getting cold out there. If you're in the northern hemisphere. And you know, it's it's tough. You gotta you gotta make sure you you take care of you. Get out there and treat yourself nice, but don't don't overdo it, you know? You don't need to buy stuff to take care of yourself. What is happening? <laughs> this happens. <laughs> this, uh, this is what happens when we don't podcast for a while is that Liz just does this at home sometimes. <laughs> I get like NPR lady voice yeah, on. A little PSA. She sets up the whole stuff. It I just put everything up. I don't put the, I don't plug anything in. Yeah. Oh, you should. Um, I would listen to Liz's crazy rants in the dark. <laughs> Lacey's crazy rants in the dark. That's the thing too is that it happens at 3 a.m. and Damon just comes out to get a glass of water and there I am in the living room with my computer on. I, I feel like I would open the door and just turn right back around. <laughs> Do the and Abe Simpson. And, I, can, <laughs> I can go without water tonight. That's fine. That's, that's all fine. Go back to bed. Anyway, thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been Dan. <laughs> I did that mid-yawn. <laughs> Listen, I have a kid. <laughs> He's a tired boy. Um, as always, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. And thanks to our composer, Charlesy Miller, for her music. Catch her at charlesymiller.com or if you're in the LA area, she's often playing cool-ass shows. Um, email us your thoughts, feelings, and how much money you have in your bank account right now. <laughs> Make believe money podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we will see you next time. Okay. Bye. There's a really interesting study once that people were more willing to talk about the last time they had sex than how much money they had in their bank account. Yeah. I don't know that I would be more comfortable with that than the reverse. Like, I feel like I'm more comfortable telling people what kind of money I have than I am about like, when what and when I did things last with my downstairs bits. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Let's shut this shit off.